Welcome to The Refresh from Insider. I'm Rebecca Ibarra. And I'm Rebecca Knight. It's Thursday, October 6th. We've got the latest news you need to know and the news you want to know. Plus, coming up, we play our fan favorite game, Two Headlines and a Lie. All of them might seem like they're real, but one is more fake than the group chat's excitement when someone suggests a group Scooby-Doo Halloween costume. But first, the latest news you need to know. It's not a done deal just yet. Elon Musk and Twitter are still trying to figure out the billionaire's takeover. A couple of sticking points. First, the Wall Street Journal says both parties are still preparing to go to court. A trial over the deal starts in less than two weeks. Sources say Musk wants the trial to be scrapped before signing on the dotted line, but so far Twitter has not made any moves to do so. Also at stake is how Musk will finance the sale. CNN says lenders like Morgan Stanley had originally agreed to pony up billions. It's now unclear whether that money is still available. The company's revenue sank after Musk's original offer. From vaccines to elections, disinformation on social media is a big issue, especially, it seems, in Spanish. With midterms about a month away, multiple campaign groups are reporting that posts and videos promoting things like false information about the 2020 election or COVID vaccines are still circulating, and that's despite rules meant to keep this kind of content offline. Non-English content, for some reason, continues to be a blind spot for sites like YouTube and Facebook. Advocates say the platforms aren't investing enough into hiring native Spanish speakers or training advanced AI on how to use the language. The rough ride continues at Peloton, the fitness equipment maker and pandemic darling, said it plans to cut about 500 jobs. It's the company's fourth round of layoffs this year, leaving it with about 3,800 employees globally. That's less than half the number of people it employed at its peak last year. CEO Barry McCarthy, who took the reins in February, told the Wall Street Journal that he's giving the unprofitable brand another six months to turn itself around. But if that fails, Peloton likely isn't viable as a standalone company. This year's Nobel Prize in Literature winner is Annie Ernaux, the 82-year-old French author. Her novels are heavy on autobiography, touching on incidents like a backstreet abortion she underwent in the 60s when the procedure was still illegal. She wrote her first book, Cleaned Out in Secret, which did not sit well with her husband, and then soon enough she was writing about her unhappy marriage. Ernaux is just the 17th woman to win the prestigious award, which comes with a prize of of 10 million Swedish krona, or about $911,000. Whether it's Girl Scout cookies or ice cream, we all know that mint and chocolate are two great tastes that taste great together. But in South Korea, foodies see potential for so much more. They're making the case for mint chocolate as a companion to everything from rice cakes to fried chicken. The most dedicated fans created a Team Mint Chocolate Instagram page with 26,000 followers. But opinions across the country are divided, to put it mildly, saying the unconventional pairings just don't work. Personally, I'm not sure if some of those combinations are meant to be not funny, or should I say not punny? Okay, I'll see myself out. Here at The Refresh from Insider, we have the news you need and want to know always up to date. And hey, if you like what you hear, help us keep the sound waves on by telling other people to listen to the show. 
fake German heiress Anna Sororkin is out of ice detention. The infamous con artist who defrauded banks and schmoozed her way into New York City's elite had been locked up for 18 months. That was after serving a three and a half year sentence before being picked up by ice. The Daily Beast reports she was granted a $10,000 bond and will be under house arrest pending the result of her battle with the government to remain in the U.S. She's also banned from posting on social media. Kevin Spacey's civil trial over alleged sexual abuse 36 years ago begins in New York today with jury selection. Anthony Rapp is suing the House of Cards star for battery and intentional infliction of emotional distress, stemming from a Manhattan party Rapp attended when he was a teenager in 1986. He's reportedly seeking $40 million in damages. Charges of sexual assault were dropped in June as they were brought too late, and Spacey denies the charges against him. He's also awaiting trial in London over five other sexual assault charges. Uber's former security chief, Joe Sullivan, has been found guilty of concealing details of a data breach that affected 57 million drivers and riders. While the Federal Trade Commission was investigating another hack in 2016, Sullivan learned of this bigger hack. But Uber only shared the details a year later, and investigators alleged Sullivan had paid hackers $100 million in Bitcoin to hush them up. His conviction is believed to be the first time a company exec has faced criminal prosecution over a hack. The Christian activist baker in Colorado is back in court. Masterpiece cake shop owner Jack Phillips has appealed a state ruling that punished him for refusing to bake a cake meant to celebrate a gender transition. Back in 2012, Phillips won a partial Supreme Court victory after refusing to make a wedding cake for a same-sex couple based on his religious beliefs. In this new case, a customer requested a cake that had blue frosting on the outside and was pink on the inside to celebrate her gender transition. Phillips has testified he didn't think someone could change genders and that requiring him to make the cake is a violation of his right to free speech. A district judge rejected that argument. Picture this. You're a great white shark, king of the ocean, and you're swimming around Mossel Bay off the coast of South Africa, minding your business, when all of a sudden you notice a pod of five orcas circling. But you're an apex predator, right? Nothing to fear. Well, in May, a rare drone video captured a pod of orcas chasing and killing a great white shark. Nearby, a helicopter pilot saw orcas kill two more great whites. Now, if you didn't know, I'm sorry to burst your free willy bubble, but orcas are the bullies of the sea, and they have a history of attacking other sharks. But there was actually little evidence that the so-called killer whales had it in them to take on vicious great whites. Researchers suggest these attacks could explain why great whites haven't been seen as much off the coast of South Africa. It's time for us to play our weekly game, Two Headlines and a Lie, and Dave is still out on parental leave, so our guest host, Rebecca Knight, is here to play with me this week. Welcome, Rebecca. Hello. I'm excited for my second chance at this game. And of course, our friend Maddie Merritt from Morning Brew is here again to play with us. Morning Brew runs a version of this game every Thursday in their daily newsletter. Maddie, can you remind our listeners how this game works? So I'm going to read you three news headlines. All of them might seem like they're real, but one is more fake than the group chat's excitement when someone suggests a group Scooby-Doo Halloween costume. I, I call Shaggy. 
So it's me against you, Rebecca. As always, let the best Rebecca win. Maddie, give us this week's headlines. Okay. Headline A, living plant controls a machete through an industrial robot arm. Headline B, no one's talking about the Gucci's cheeseburger fashion week stunt. And headline C, Travelodge guest baffled by welcome sign at hotel urging him not to wet the bed. Whoa. Okay. Uh, Rebecca, let's, what are, what are you thinking here? I'm, I'm re I'm baffled by these. I, I'm slightly baffled as well. My brain is not computing headline A. It's a arm that is a machine. What? So it's a living plant controls a machete through an industrial robot arm. Okay. This sounds just weird enough that I think it is 100% true. Okay, but what about the cheeseburger incident at the Gucci fashion show? I mean, what could that be? <clears throat> so I know recently Valentino, I believe, did a fashion show in a mud pit. Okay, um, okay. That looks like something out of, I don't know, like Lord of the Rings, kind of. Hmm. So I feel like Maddie might be trying to trick us. I mean... Do I think it's something Gucci could p potentially do or any fashion brand? Yes. Okay. Do I think that they did it? Hmm. Mm. I don't know. All right. And the last one, Maddie, again. Is Travelodge guest baffled by welcome sign at hotel urging him not to wet the bed? <laughs> Guests are terrible people. I feel like that's real. <laughs> I feel like that would be real, too, because it would be a Travelodge trying to be cute and funny and... <laughs> Nooping the bed, please. Yeah, yeah, I think that that one's true. Um, I'm I'm going with the fake one is headline B, Gucci Burgers. Yeah, mm-hmm. Let's have some fun here. I'll go with I'll go with I'll go with the with the plant arm. I can't even picture how that would work. Me neither. But Maddie's going to describe it to us because it is probably a real headline. So Maddie, tell us the results. Okay. The fake headline is headline B, the cheeseburger Gucci incident. Yes. Oh. I was so worried both of you were going to say the same one and I was going to lose again. <laughs> Okay, I am going to describe the machete plant arm. Uh, so the plant machete robot story sounds like word vomit, but it's actually completely true. It's a little too sciencey for my brain to completely understand, but basically the artist David <laughs> Bowen puts sensors on a plant's leaves to pick up electrical signals from the plant. And those signals are translated through a machine that wields a machete. Oh, mm. this is okay. fascinating. Tell us about the other one. <laughs> a man in England checked into a travel lodge, and when he tried to relax and enjoy some classic hotel TV, there was a strange message on the screen. <laughs> it read, Welcome to Premier Inn. Please don't wet the bed. When the guest checked out the following day, he told the staff about the message on his TV, and they just shrugged and told him they were just as confused as he was, which is exactly the kind of customer service Whoa. you'd expect from a travel lodge. Oh, that's a low blow. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's bizarro. Do you think it's a rogue staffer or, or some big time hacker who just wants to to have fun with all the bedwetters out there? I'm going for rogue staffer and I and I like it. <laughs> this is this is the kind of like high stakes hacking that um, yeah. we cover at the refresh. <laughs> <Right. Exactly. laughs> 
Maddie, thank you so much. And Rebecca, a pleasure playing with you. A pleasure. And and well done, Rebecca. A a hat tip to you. Be sure to visit MorningBrew.com to subscribe to their great daily newsletter and listen to the refresh from Insider again next Thursday for another two headlines and a lie. Make sure to follow the refresh from Insider on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And please leave us a rating and review. It helps other people discover the show. You can also just tell your smart speaker to play the Refresh from Insider podcast. I'm Rebecca Ibarra. And I'm Rebecca Knight, in for Dave Smith. Talk to you soon. Listener.